Welcome to another episode of the Bible Beater Podcast. This is the Lord of Hosts, Caleb Campbell, joined as always by the interrupter, Kyle Vester. How's it going anyways, Kyle? Pretty low energy today, dude. Yeah. I Where's your fire? Uh, that's just you, dog. I'm, Where's the Campbell fire stirring up in your loins? I have got RFK's voice affliction. Did you hear it quivering? Quavering? Uh-huh. Yeah. What does he have? Some Do you have cancer or something? I don't know. There's a technical he name He was a for drug it. addict, too. Sick. I won't for like 14 years or something. 14 years. That's a good run. He goes to, uh, he goes to AA every morning. I heard him say. I think you have to. <clears throat> I think that you really have to focus on. Yeah, you do. It's fucking brutal. Because um, it's the best. Until it's not. What? Being sober? No, being high is awesome until it's not. Yeah. Um, this is the Bible Beater Podcast. Welcome. Uh, today we're reading from the book of Ezra. How's it going anyways, Kyle? Anything happened to you? Should we get right into it? Do you remember what we read about last week? <laughs> no. Do you don't you don't remember? We're at okay, so the Jews are have been on a long exile, right? About eighty hundred years. Eighty to hundred, not eighty hundred. And they're back in Jerusalem and they're rebuilding the temple. And all their neighbors came and said, we'd like to help. And then they said, fuck off. We're full. It's our God. And then the neighbors were like, uh, we're telling the king of Persia on you. So that's what's going on, right? They're and they in, still haven't built it, right? They're in the process. It takes yeah. 100 years to build this thing. It's They don't have cranes. It sounds like they're mostly volunteers. I don't know. I don't know it's, how long it's going to take, but they're doing that. So... In the last chapter, we read that they sent a reply, or they the people sent a letter to Xerxes and Artaxerxes being like, you know the Jews, those people that won't ever conform to the way you want them to, and that worship their one God that's real annoying? They're building the temple again. What are you going to do? So, uh, And he's about to lay the smack down. Uh, not really, actually. So I'll just, for context. Oh, interesting. I'll read the last paragraph. So as soon it's as interesting, the Jews, he got this, he got the letter that said that basically. And then as soon as the copy of the letter reached King Artaxerxes and was read, uh, they immediately, what did they do? Their associates went immediately to the Jews in Jerusalem and compelled them by force to stop working. Thus the work on the house of God in Jerusalem came to a standstill until the second year of the reign of Darius, king of Persia. So basically, it's like some red tape. They're trying to build some infrastructure, some project, Mm -hmm. and the king says, stop building it. So now uh, we're in Ezra chapter 5. It says, now Haggai the prophet and Zechariah the prophet, a descendant of Edo, prophesied to the Jews in Judah and Jerusalem in the name of the God, God of Israel, who was over them? Then Zerubbabel, Shealtiel, and Jesua, son of Josadak, set to work to rebuild the house of God in Jerusalem. So they're back to work now. And the prophets of God were with them, helping them. What do you think the prophets were doing? Do you think they were actually lifting rocks? Or do you think they were just saying, no, God says... Saying, I'm, I predict a rock's going to be right there. <laughs> I predict a stone there and a stone there. I predict a wall of stones here, a wall of stones there. <laughs> God's telling hundred percent right. God's telling me to tell you to put a rock over there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're they're essentially interior designers at this point. <clears throat> it would be nice to have the power that you speak for God. Like imagine that you, people you actually, could have that. 
Uh, I mean, I could have that. You in could my life. have that. You just requested it. That could be. That's actually the most easily attainable thing in your life. Hang on. Yes, yes, but. Mm-hmm. I want everyone to think that I speak for God, not just fucking wackos at That's church. That's never happened <laughs> throughout history. It hasn't been like okay, well, mo- okay, so, but I, I would say the p- percentage of people that believed it then would be upwards of eighty. 90% think that you're actually speaking for God. The percentage now is like... Depends where you go, right? It does. So if you went... At church? Yeah. People think... 100%. You get 100%. And then you just live in that world. That's, that's what, what they do. That's what everyone does. That's what they do. Everyone lives in the world they created for themselves. <clears throat> okay. Right? So- you don't... Everyone gets in their little bubble with their friends that agree with them. And then you go, oh, those other people are so fucking stupid. Ruining... Ruining... Ruining politics, goddamn neighbors, fucking voting for the other guy. I think the most diverse group of friends. I mean, I think this is obvious, but comedy is the one thing that like kind of trend. We had, there's fucking eclectic weirdos from all yeah, walks. Being of life. funny is a great uniter. Yeah. Well, there's that, and but they come from everywhere. No, like, I agree. But yeah. so if you're funny, it's like okay, we disagree on everything else. Yeah. All right, you're funny. <laughs> yeah, that's it. But like, even when you play sports or something, that's a big group of guys, but they kind of just believe the same. They're all kind of like the same type of guy, mostly, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I wasn't the same type of guy, yeah, but everyone else was. You're a weirdo, right? Yeah. And, and I mean, when you at your job, most people are the same Honestly, type of person. that type of guy lives, lives the best fucking life. A sports guy? Just the type, yeah. A lot of them, people go, oh, and then they fucking probably are the drunk losers now. No, a lot of them are very successful. A lot of those guys that I know have a healthy family, successful business they own, yeah. and are just happy Because they learned shit. how to work with people. Yeah. They're like, those dudes, they went from crushing pussy, scoring goals, to having a family. Oh, I'm tired of that now. That's out. And now out of my system. Now I have a family at 28, fucking business I run. Pillar of the community. Seems like a good fucking... Sporting Timbits. <clears throat> right? So the prophets were with them. What, what sports would you put your kids in? I would put them in all the sports. I would put them in... I mean, I put... If I had kids, I would definitely put them in you gymnastics. really do all. Yeah? You want to... As like little kids? You want to get them limber for the pedophiles. Uh, well, I heard... Flexible. G- I heard GSP say... Answer like a fan question. If you wanted my, if I wanted my kid to be a fighter, which and he's like, gymnastics is the best sport for kids at developing ages. They learn how to do everything. Yeah, I Move mean, their I bodies for, and yeah. shit. That I agree with that sentiment. So you want your kid to be a fighter? No, I mean gymnastics is just all around athletics for like a five, six, seven, eight year old. That's a good point. Like they're just and no learning. one's gonna call him a fag anymore. Yeah. Those days are over. Those days are over. <laughs> Because usually if you want to be a fighter, you put him in gymnastics and then everyone calls him a fag. Now he has to fight. <laughs> That's really what he meant by that. Put him in a sport that everyone thinks is gay. So that the kid has to fight now. Um, but uh, it's, I, would, I mean, uh, probably just the ones I played. Soccer is a great one because it's cheap and they just chase a ball. That's the know, that's a like starting off one. I have heard as a parent that is the most boring thing out of all of them to watch. Probably. Cuz I mean, baseball fucking sucks. Baseball fucking sucks. It does suck for adults. It does, but I like I like baseball. But there's structure in baseball. They have to stand they kids have a job to do in baseball. Oh, there's In that. soccer they run as a pack at the ball yeah. like a swarm. There's nothing <laughs> else. It's just a swarm of kids tripping over each other trying to kick a ball. My sister played goalie when she was like eight or something and fell mm-hmm. asleep in net. Just like laid down and fell asleep and they scored on her. That's hilarious. <laughs> so yeah, it, I'd put him in all this. I mean, all like baseball, soccer, 
uh, I don't know what do little kids play basketball, but not even really. I'm trying need to think too of much coordination for basketball. So they play soccer, uh, t-ball. Yeah. They uh, MMA. They do MMA. They do Muay Thai. Hockey. I've never played hockey myself, but I would. I don't know. It seems like a pretty big commitment. It's a lot of money. Yeah. And a and a huge time. But I feel less Canadian for not to play. I don't have kids, and I'll never have kids, so I don't know why I'm. You said that so about hard. getting married. Yeah, but so, I don't. So there's no. We know these rules aren't concrete. They, yeah, God damn it! I'll never do it again. That's for goddamn sure. <laughs> Here's the thing about that, though. That's you said the first time. I know. Isn't that a fun game to be like now? Yeah. So now, now I, everything I, you I, say yeah. is invalidated. It's true. <laughs> At that time, verse three. I think gymnastics was a good answer, though. At that time, thank you. Thinking about it. At that time, I'd put my kids in gymnastics, and then um, uh, the hottest kid competitions. What are those called? Little kid beauty pageants. Beauty pageants. Yeah, I got to make them hot and flexible. <laughs> make a lot of money that way, Kyle. I think so. At that time, Tatane, the governor of the Trans-Euphrates, and Shethar and Bosane and their associates went with them and asked, who authorized you to rebuild the temple and restore the structure? They also asked, what are the names of the men constructing this building? But the eye of their god was watching over the elders of the Jews, and they were not stopped until a report could go to Darius and had written his reply. So the na- people noticed that they're building the temple. They're like, who the fuck said you could build this and who's in charge? And then they write a letter to uh, King Darius. The- this is a copy of the letter that Tat and I, the governor of the Trans-Euphrates, and Shethar Bosnia and their associates, uh, the officials of the Trans-Euphrates, sent to King Darius. The report they sent him read as follows. To King Darius, cordial greetings. It's kind of, I mean, letter writing hasn't changed much in fucking three and a half thousand years. <laughs> cordial greetings. Dear Darius, uh, to King Darius, cordial, cordial greetings. The king should know that we went to the district of, Ju- district of Judah, to the temple of the great God. The people are building it with large stones and placing timbers in the walls. The work is being carried on with diligence and is making rapid progress under their direction. We questioned them. Or sorry, we questioned the elders and asked them, who authorized you to rebuild this temple and restore the structure? We also asked them their names so that we could write down the names of their leaders for your information. For your information. (laughs) FYI, Darius. (laughs) (laughs) FYI, they're being total baddies over there. (laughs) This is the answer they gave us. We are servants of the God of heaven and earth, and we were building the temple that was built many years ago. One that a great king of Israel built and finished. But because our fathers angered the God of heaven, he handed them over to Nebuchadnezzar, the Chaldean, king of Babylon, who destroyed this temple and deported the people to Babylon. However, in the first year of Cyrus, king of Babylon, King Cyrus issued a decree to rebuild this house of God. He even removed from the temple of Babylon the gold and silver articles of the house of God, which Nebuchadnezzar had taken from the temple in Jerusalem and brought to the temple in Babylon. So King Cyrus, they fucking, the Jews love King Cyrus. I've said this before. He's the only person other than Jesus to be called the Messiah. 
He basically said, you can go home, rebuild your temple, here's your stuff back. And they're mm-hmm. like, Cyrus, Cyrus. Why did he do that? Because he, he believes in God? No. He practiced tolerance. He let everybody follow their own religions. Oh. He was a great uniter of the ancient world. Up until this time, he was the greatest conqueror in his day. And he kicked the shit out of the Assyrians, who were famously uh, stern is a fucking nice word. Uh, brutal is more like what they were like. If mm-hmm. you did you did things the Assyrian way, and he came in and was like, "Look, worship your own gods, just pay your taxes," and that seems to be the play of all great empires: Mongols, Rome. Do whatever you want, pay your taxes. We don't give a fuck. No, as long as I get mine. And then after Rome fell, the church kind of took over government, and they're like, "We are one religion, and pay your taxes." What are they doing? What are the Mongols doing with that money? They were they were a roaming tribe, weren't they? Uh, so yes, but they took over a whole bunch of Chinese cities. They had the greatest land land empire. I understand in the world. that, but what are they doing with all the buying weapons, building? St- they they they're not famous builders. So the Romans built stuff. They built giant cities and structures and stuff. The later cons, like after Genghis Khan, his kids like Ogadai and uh, uh, fucking whatever their names are, Kublai Khan and stuff. They were builders. They built cities and projects and stuff like that. Okay. But the earlier ones, they probably just put it right back into the war machine, honestly. That's what it sounds like. Just armor and weapons. Where were we here? So this is the so the God of heaven. However, in the first year, Cyrus, king of Babylon, issued a decree to rebuild this house of God. Yada, 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 yada. Then Cyrus gave them to a man uh, the articles the gold and silver articles gave them to a man named Sheshbazar, whom he had appointed governor. And he told them, take these articles and go deposit them in the temple of Jerusalem and rebuild the house of God on its site. So Sheshbazar came (laughs) and laid the foundations of the house of God in Jerusalem. From that day to the present, it has been under construction, but is not yet finished. So I think this is like 60, 70, 80 years. They're working on this thing. Still not done. It's going to take a while. So now, if it pleases the king, let a search be made in the royal archives of Babylon to see if King Cyrus did, in fact, issue a decree to rebuild this house of God in Jerusalem. Then let the king send us his decision on the matter. That's interesting to me just because it's funny. To, or You don't really think of the ancient world having like filing cabinets and decrees. And so they're like, go look. Cyrus said it 80 years ago we could build this. Go look in your archives. And then what happens next is they're they... unrolling this giant sheet of paper. So it says here, King Darius then issued an order and they searched the archives stored in the treasury at Babylon. A scroll was found in the citadel of Ecbatana in the province of Medea. And this was written on it. Memorandum. Isn't that wild? Memo. <laughs> I just think that's crazy. It's all business-like, and this is like on clay tablets. And they you, you think of them as retard savages. Almost. I yeah. mean, I think that's default, that they wouldn't. And also to have records from 80 years ago, people don't store their tax information for more than 10 years now. Mm-hmm. I'm like, But we store everything else. There is a lot of stuff stored. I mean, obviously. It's just, I don't know, it's wild to me that they can go back and look. And then this guy, the King Darius, the most powerful king in all the world probably, is now bound to whatever it says. (laughs) 
I mean, obviously he's got he's wiggle not, room. But yeah. but I mean, honor bound at least. Be. Yeah, I mean, yeah. as far as the story goes, I mean, yeah, sure, you could just say he never found it and fucking tear the temple yeah, down. Yeah, hey, go look for it, find it, destroy it, kill anyone that says otherwise. <laughs> that's what everyone did. That's that's also true. But in this story, they go and they, they so they memorandum. In the first year of King Cyrus, the king issued a decree concerning the temple of God in Jerusalem. Let the temple be rebuilt as a place to present sacrifices and let its foundations be laid. It has to be 90 feet high and 90 feet wide with three courses of large stones and one of timber. The costs are to be paid by the royal treasury. So now he's paying for this fucking building? That's what it says. That seems unlikely. Yeah. That's what it says. Hey, do whatever you want. You know what? You've been through some shit. I'll cover it. <laughs> also, the gold and silver articles of the house of God, which Nebuchadnezzar had took from the temple of Jerusalem and brought to Babylon, are to be returned to their places in the temple in Jerusalem. They are to be deposited in the house of God. So that's what the memo so it's says. That's a big old story about that. Hey, yeah. guys. Sorry about that. At least. Here's, yeah. Here's your building. Here's your stuff. We're all good. It sounds like he's trying to get favor with everyone's gods. Which is the play, I think. I think that's the most populist thing you could do. Mm-hmm. Is like be on the right side of everyone's religion. I heard a reasonable uh, reasonable rationale of why God exists. No, you didn't. From not. a programmer. Yeah. Okay. From a programmer I highly, highly respect. Uh, <clears throat> doesn't matter who. No one will know who it is anyways. But Just say it. His name's George Hotz. Okay. He uh, jailbroke the first iPhone as a kid. He's created a bunch of stuff after that. He's actually directly under under Tesla in uh, self-driving cars. He creates a thing you can put in your new car for 1400 bucks. It'll do the same thing as Tesla's self-driving, auto-driving. Okay. Very cool. Very smart guy. Anyways, he's. I think he comes from more of like a like an Elon Musk standpoint. And this isn't justifying a biblical God, by the way, in one bit. Mm-hmm. It's just he's like we're creators as human beings. Mm-hmm. It's all we do fundamentally. We create stuff. We've been getting better and better and closer and closer to replicating a person. Mm-hmm. We're getting closer every day. With uh, AI, might do it. It's you real easy, know, dude. Right? You just leave it in. <laughs> I mean, uh, digitally. Oh, I mean, digitally creating a person, recreating a person. Eventually, a mind, virtual reality, and yeah, an AI might do it. You know. Mm-hmm. So he's like, if we're if we're creators, what what is to assume that there wasn't any other creators that created us? Like that's the argument. Is all we all we do is strive to create more things? Mm-hmm. But then who made God is the first thing that I say. Hmm? Then who made God? They ask that. You got to ask that immediately go, after. Infinite regression. Yeah, you can't know. Yeah, yeah. I also. But by there's the way, infinite regression in how the universe started. Also. Yes. Yeah, to be fair. Yes. Yeah, so no one knows. I just, you can't, you got to go, well, where did the first particles of that were infinite in an infinitely compressed mass, where did those come from? Exactly. And then there's books about how nothing could have existed, but really it's not nothing. The explanation of the books that I don't understand from someone who understands it, yeah. it's like the Bible again. I didn't, I don't understand it. Someone had to <laughs> read it to read me. It to me. But it's the, it isn't nothing. It's their version of nothing. My argument has been the entire time. I don't know about God. I'm actually a little bit agnostic. Mm-hmm. But I know that this God, the Bible God, yeah. that one's not true. Correct. That's yeah. my whole fucking thing. That's what I'm saying. And they sure. hold God, the Bible ha- ha- in higher esteem than God. 
because I mean, well, God doesn't talk to us anymore. Well, it's wrapped up in the story. Yeah, and God doesn't communicate with humanity any longer since he sent his only son that was also him on a ship. I saw this meme through a virgin pussy to Earth yes. to be killed. It's so dumb for our sins. It's so for, and that's for, for humanity's sins, sins. Yeah. which he is the guy which he created the idea of sin. Yeah. <laughs> and punishes people for it and makes them want to do. So it. then he jerked himself off with death. And yeah, it's a real death jerk. It's like it's a it's like cult. putting your it's like putting your neck in a noose, but not letting it fucking kill you. You know. Well, it's more blood. He's talking about blood all the time. He wants mm. blood, the blood of the lamb that's sacrificed. He likes the blood when it's when Even it burns when it's himself. It's this nice smell. He says, "If you think about it, he's kind of a cutter, like a teenage angst cutter, a little bit he's cutting himself." Well, if if you take a version of yourself and kill it. A version of yourself. Well, that's what he did. Yourself. I know it's insane. Um, I saw a meme a long time ago. It was a, like a Christian meme, like making fun of atheists. And it was just like, you're right, atheists. Nothing exploded <laughs> and created everything out of nothing and just kept evolving. And we're here today. Mm-hmm. And it was, a, I thought it was a pretty good dunk on. You're right. Nothing exploded and created everything. Well, that's the whole premise yeah. is that. The problem is when people try to explain it like we understand it. We don't understand what happened before the expansion of the universe. At all. There's theories. Also, does it matter? They infer that... Well, be- nothing matters Christ- by that logic. Well, Christians infer that because we're created, there must be a creator. And then they take the extra step that the creator has uh, gives a shit. And then they take another step after that that he likes us individually. And then they take another well, that's step... That's a leap. I know. So, like, there's... All I'll say is that we are we're here. There might be a creator. I don't know whatever your god is. I worship the god that made your god. Elon Musk is much smarter than me. He thinks it's most likely we're in a simulation. Then nothing- it's hard for me to wrap my head around that because probabilistic probability wise, the more the more tears you have, the more convoluted an answer is, the least probable it is. So if we're in a simulation, then there's infinite simulations essentially. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're stacked upon it. Because if we're in a simulation, then it's also most likely that the person that created us ex- is also in a simulation. That is true. So then they're just stacking that infinitely. And that has to be, it's got to be more likely, also, in my opinion, that we're in base reality. But I don't know anything. Even if Any we are in a simulation, it's quote unquote real to the people <laughs> in the simulation. Yeah, it makes no difference to yeah, us. Yeah, right. So Unless we figure out how to manipulate the simulation, then it becomes a thing. Now you're talking like Neo from the Matrix. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> then it's the Matrix. Ah, oh, God bless those w- ladies. <laughs> oh yeah, the, the Wachowski, Wachowski sisters. sisters. What are the chances? To what are the chances that they're brainwashed, or what are the chances they're both biologically a? a That's a what I'm woman? talking about. Yeah, interesting thought. Think <laughs> about it, guys. What are the chances that every single every single trans kid's mom has purple hair? <laughs> What are the chances? About 99. <laughs> it's kind of strange when you think about it. So uh, back to the Bible. They just read that memo. Because you know how like, yeah. we don't do that with gay people, right? What do you mean? So there's gay kids with straight parents, and that was always the struggle, especially if they're religious, right? Mm-hmm. Against the kid's wills, trying not to be. He's trying to conform to the family. Mm-hmm. Can't control it. But then... All these queer parents are having all these fucking queer kids all the time. <laughs> and you're like, that's not at the same ratio. 
It's really also, bizarre. How are they having kids? Huh? No, they're queer. Oh, what do you mean? I don't understand all the terms. Well, queer just means you're different, essentially. Okay. It usually means you have you have to dye your hair different colors. Well, that's color what the word month. queer means. Yeah. So they're using it appropriately, but not how it was used 10 years ago, let's say. Dude, it's funny if you call you can call someone a queer. You fucking queer. They took it back. But it's really it's like you fucking weirdo. You weird. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, I but am. weirdo. If you could scream weirdo at somebody and it's not that offensive, but queer is so it's kind of offensive. offensive either way, I think. I don't know. You goofball. I guess. Well, the thing is, it's just, <laughs> it's people who want to be a part of this movement. You know what I mean? I'm an ally. Yeah. I drink Bud Light. My kids are gay. Both my kids are trans and gay. <laughs> they shouldn't even have a sexuality yet, but they're both trans and gay. That is the weirdest part is force, like not, maybe not forcing, but just no, then, even talking, they're talking about to it, a kid about you like boys, right? It's like the kid's six years old. Yeah. He, he got- shouldn't like anything. Boys and girls should be the same to him, roughly. Nah, even I don't know. I mean, I remember like girls are weird. We play sports. Yeah, no, they're different. I just you guys mean, go play house. Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't. Like, I just mean. I just mean. I felt like the same about girls when I was six as I do now. <laughs> I don't hate them, but fucking, I don't just leave me alone. Shut up, dude. <laughs> Shut you're up. You're not different. You're huh? su- you're suppressing your instincts, dude. You, it's just a you waste love of time. women, they it's, just hurt you. It's a waste of time. They just hurt you, and that's okay, dude. You'll bounce back. Now then, Tatanay, governor of the Trans-Euphrates, and Shelthar Bosni, and you, their fellow officials of the province, stay away from there. So this is what... Uh, I don't know who's talking here. So the, the memo ended, and then now then, governor... Uh, I guess this is Darius saying to the governor of the province... Do not interfere with the work of the temple of God. Let the governor of the Jews and the Jewish elders rebuild this house of God on its site. Moreover, I hereby decree that you are to do for these elders of the Jews in the construction of his house of God. The expenses of these men are to be fully paid out of the royal treasury from the revenues of the trans-Euphrates so that the work will not stop. Whatever is needed, young bulls, rams, male lambs for burnt offerings to the God of heaven. <laughs> now they're giving sacrifices too? Whatever they need, man. Says uh, This seems a little... Wheat, if salt. I was a Jew, after like all that bad shit has been happening to me for a long time, yeah. the ups, the extreme downs, the slight <laughs> ups, the extreme downs, I'd be like, this is a little fishy, you know? Just start fucking battening down the hatches for the next terrible thing that God. Yeah, because you're about to get fucked. <laughs> There's no way this lasts. I do not believe that for one second. Well, you could say that about all of history, that good times are yeah, followed by I hard just, times. I mean, it's hard to know the time scale in this book. It's hard to keep track since they're all varied, but... It they seems be- like every couple hundred years they get fucked in the ass. Well, it's been three kings... Uh, Xerxes, Artaxerxes, now Darius. What's that, 100 100 years? No, more like 60 years. Okay. And they're still not done this temple. They started it, then they they weren't allowed to work. 80 years or something? I said that. Oh. Um, And I also don't really know. I'm just, I went on Wikipedia. You're injecting uh, your own. Well, I went on Wikipedia and I looked at when Xerxes was king and then I looked up when Darius was king and the period was like 60 to 80 years or something like that. I just it's a, just a rough estimate to get an idea of how much time is passing cuz in the bible it's like one sentence and then the next sentence is 50 years later but it seems like the same story 
No, yeah. No, I know. It is very confusing. They don't they don't reference time scale almost at all. They they do it with human the beings. The only time they do is when they say in the reign of so and so. That's what I mean. They do yeah. it with human beings instead. What so uh give give them whatever they need so they won't stop. Whatever is needed. Young bulls, rams, male lambs. Young for, bull. They need Shane Gillis, dude. <laughs> male lambs for burnt offerings to the God of heaven, and wheat, salt, wine, and oil as requested by the priests in Jerusalem. Must be given to them daily without fail, so that they may offer sacrifices pleasing to the God of heaven and pray for the well-being of the king and his sons. Furthermore, I decree that if anyone changes this edict, a beam is to be pulled from his house and he is to be lifted up. <laughs> what? That seems like an, uh, an, exa- an overreaction. Way, way worse, Kyle. Okay, keep going. If anyone changes this edict, a beam is to be pulled from his house, and he is to be lifted up and impaled on it. Okay. Weird. (laughs) So take out a fucking load-supporting wall, and then impale the guy on it. And for this this crime, his house is to be made a pile of rubble. So they're going to destroy his house and pale him with a remainder for... Preventing the Jews from building their temple. That's what Darius says. Really wants him to really enforcing that contract. This guy's a, one of those lawyer kings. May God. You know, at the beginning of this, he didn't even want him to do it. No, it wasn't him. Oh, who was it? It was the governors around the Jews, right? Okay. And they complained to Darius. They oh, said, gotcha. well, the Jews are building their temple. We Remember? have a contract. Well, it was more like. Remember, at the very beginning, they wanted to help. They said, can we help you? And the Jews said, fuck off, we're full. This is our God. We don't want you around. Then they were like, well, fuck you then. We don't want you building your temple. And then they tried to stop it, and they did for a certain amount of time. And then they started again, and then they saw them, these governors, wrote the letter to Darius. Darius says, what's going on here? And the Jews are like, check your records. And then Darius checks the records. like, well, if Cyrus said it, then I'm doubling down on it. Give them whatever they need, all the stuff, all the stuff for their sacrifices. And if anyone gets in the way, rip that guy's house down, impale him on the wreckage. <laughs> all right. May God. That's a hell of a threat. Verse 12. We'll may, destroy your house and your and your life. And, and that and basically, your family, essentially. Yeah, and, exactly. Yeah. Your family's destitute. <clears throat> may God, who has caused the name his name to dwell there overthrow any king or people who lifts his a hand to change this decree or to destroy this temple in jerusalem God, the jews have never had a leg up like this <laughs> i darius have decreed it i like how it took a king and not god let it be carried to out let with them, the, to let them succeed right you notice a lot of the time when god's behaving he acts through people yeah and that message gets really fucking tainted in today's world they must have been some real good boys well lately you know People today, and I guess all throughout history, now go, I'm God's vessel. God has charged me with this, and this is a divine mission, and I'm getting it done. Be it the Crusades, the Spanish Inquisition, or you know, building your own church. Some people just say, I'm God's vessel, and God's d- decreed that I do this. Because God doesn't do fucking anything. If you notice, God hasn't know. done fucking anything in the last 2000, ever. It's all people doing it. When these missionaries pray and pray and pray and pray, and then they go somewhere and start a fucking orphanage, God didn't do any of that shit. People did all that shit. It drives me nuts. Uh, we, is that as far as we need to read today? You know, they, they actually, no, no, they, they complete. No, let's the keep going. Okay, so verse 13. Then 
because of the decree King Darius had sent, Tatnai, governor of the Trans-Euphrates, and Shethar Bazanay and their associates carried it out with diligence. So the elders of the Jews continued to build and prosper under the preaching of Haggai the, the prophet. elders are building this? The elders are just the rulers of Israel. Israel doesn't Oh, so have, they're getting credit for building it. Because remember, they got the 12 okay. tribes, and then yeah. they got the like kind of council of, those are the elders. There's like the priests and the elders, mm-hmm. and they have a king. I don't know if they have a king right now in Israel. I think they're ruled by like a tribunal. Because they got the last king, remember at the end of Chronicles, got his ass kicked, and the house burnt down, and then they, everyone got dragged back to Babylon. So the elders of the Jews continued to build and prosper under the preaching of Haggai the prophet and Zechariah, a descendant of Edo. They finished building the temple according to the command of God of Israel and decrees of Cyrus, Darius, Artaxerxes, and Artaxerxes, kings of Persia. The temple was completed on the third day of the month of Adar, in the sixth year in the reign of King Darius. Then the people of Israel, the priests, the Levites, and the rest of the exiles celebrated the dedication of the house of God with joy for this dedication of this house of God. They offered a hundred bulls, 200 rams, 400 male lambs. And as a sin offering for all of Israel, 12 male goats, one for each of the tribe of tribes of Israel. I believe those are scapegoats. We talked about that before, but they put the sins into the goat and then kill it. Usually they send it off into the desert. In this case, they killed them. Um, and they installed the priests in their divisions uh, and the Levites in their groups for the service of God at Jerusalem, according to what is written in the book of Moses. On the 14th day of the first month, the exiles celebrated the Passover. You remember that one, Kyle? Mm-hmm. The angel of death came they over. They put blood on the, the doors of the people that the angel of death was not going to murder their babies. Yeah. So... The priests and the Levites had purified themselves and were all ceremonial, ceremonially clean. The Levites slaughtered the Passover lamb for all the exiles, for their brothers, the priests. I like how the fucking angel of death just sit up there vibrating. He's like, oh, fuck, they killed another lamb. I can't do it. I can't do it. I want him so bad. Just staring at them. I hope they fucking forget this God year. I can't wait to kill all their babies. As a perfect fucking angel of death, dude. He's the, like, imagine the, if you believe in God. Uh, and he believed that he creates things. He, he's the angel. All he does is death. That's what he does. Mm-hmm. He's a perfect killing so he's machine. He's so horny for it. Yeah, that's what all he does. What do they call... There's something in the military when they're like uh, when they're on missions where they, they call it getting some. Because they're like, you won't have... The only pussy you'll have is your gun. And so they call killing somebody getting some. Never heard that before. That's pretty sure that's true. That is full blown psychotic. I mean, you have to be. I, that's I think the only that's way you can they, do it. Yeah, that's because you're. Yeah, every every dude, just tons of dudes, and now some women, which is fucking weird as hell. In the military, well, yeah. you're mostly pulling triggers from far away. I mean, I've even watched been watching a lot. No, but it's like when they were in Afghanistan and stuff. They're doing. What do you mean? They're hand, going out there in missions with guns, hand to hand combat. I don't think so. I mean I've been watching a lot of the Ukraine war because I can't mm-hmm. stop, and even when they're fighting like right next to each other, they're shooting each other at point blank. They're not like fighting with bayonets. Oh no, I meant. Yeah, they're shooting each other. Of course. 
I, well, I feel like a women is a, like a girls are easily as capable of shooting people as guys are. I don't, that was not my point. But if you my point to... is back in the day, it was only dudes, and they're sitting there all fucking horny, crazy horny that they call fucking sh- killing somebody getting pussy. Yeah. And now there's actual women there. That seems like a problem. There was women. There was. I mean, it wasn't <clears throat> common, but there was women fighters. Famously, there was like a. The Amazons, you've heard of the Amazons, the fucking big ass. They couldn't marry until they killed a man in combat. There'd be like old maids <laughs> that never killed anybody. That was so weird. Uh, where were we here? So the, the Israelites. You'd think a population like that would not thrive. They'd be tribal. You know, it wouldn't get bigger than a couple hundred people, I would say. You because know? the main reproducers have to go and kill somebody and possibly die. Well, you would know. Uh, well, I was talking to your aunt about Hutterite colonies. And she said at a certain side, the co- a certain size, it gets to a certain size, and then they break they off, off, and then yeah. it's a new co- colony. That's how tribes must have done it for forever. Yeah, and then they bang people from that colony and pretend that they're not related. <laughs> and then they get. I wonder if you can find out how inbred you are in your genetics if you get tested. I'd like to know. For sure, a little bit. I'd like to know how much. It'd be fun. I hope it's a lot. I hope it's. I hope I'm one chromosome off retarded. I'd be sick, dude. <laughs> so Israelites who had returned from the exile uh, ate it. That's the lamb that they slaughtered. Together with all who had separated themselves from the unclean practices of their Gentile neighbors. That's me and you. In order to seek the Lord, the God of Israel. For seven days they celebrated with joy the Feast of Unleavened Bread because the Lord had filled them with joy by changing the attitude of the king of Assyria. So they assisted them on the work of the house of God. Imagine like they're in a kitchen, you make the bread. The guy, they didn't have time to put it in the oven. Overnight it rises. They're like, what the fuck? What do we do? What do we do? (laughs) Throw it away, dude. God hates yeast. He hates it. But now it's around. You know it's there. Yeah, you're ceremonially fucking, unclean. You gotta burn this whole fucking place down. I also miss, like, I think they should do, like, festivals like they used to, like a week of celebrations, like Dauphin Country Fest. We're, for, like, we're getting four days. We're getting five days if you wanted. Dude, the Romans would do a month sometimes when they won a big war. That's what we did, dude. <laughs> it's literally what we did for a month. It was pretty great. But the, imagine all of society. <clears throat> I mean, I guess they couldn't. I guess people would have to go to work. But yeah, the elites definitely can't. The elites, yeah, it's the elites doing it while yeah. everyone else lives their goddamn life. That's true. Shit life. That would be fun. We're though. technically the elites. But we're at the absolute bottom of society, but we're the elites for a month. The, the all of like imagine the whole town just partying. It's the feast of whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just like sanctioned. That is pretty sick. The harvest. Did you learn anything today, Kyle? No, never. Never? I've learned everything there is to know about the Bible. That can't be true. We have so much more to read. Do we get any emails? No emails. Fuck. Well, I saw this fucked up video. Um, maybe, can you pull it up? Is that possible? Do we have the technology? Yeah. What is it? That kid preaching. You got to watch it. Well, what's it called? Look up, I don't know, Little Kid Preacher. That's very helpful. A link ahead of time would have been nice. I don't have a phone. What happened to it? You I were just at the woke, bar? I just woke up without it. I don't know where it is. How I left that night. What did? How uh, wasted did you get? You I were, left pre- re- re- soon after you. As really? The band ended. 
Diana was like, wait for me. And I was like, no, you're going to be for forever. I was home before midnight. Oh, damn. How'd you lose your fucking phone on the dance floor? I probably just left it on a table. That's the most likely. I'm going to walk by there on my way home. Did you call the bar? Nope. So you've done no effort to recover your phone. I can't believe you have anything ever. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't lost my phone in a long time. How about the fact that you, uh, you brought people to the comedy competition to vote for you yesterday? Emily and Diana. And they switched up their vote? Of course. That was fucking rude, dude. I don't care. I didn't expect to win at all. I tried. <laughs> I did my best jokes. Okay. Is it net? This is, has to be it's a... It's the National Geographic yeah. one. It's fucking fucked up. Yeah. Is, is this all been recorded? I thought you paused it. No, we're recording. <laughs> God damn. Okay, so uh, for context, this kid is like six years old. He's wearing a suit and a red tie. He's holding the mic to his face. Yes, Lord. Oh, my God. There's subtitles. He is very cute. I'm preaching about. I'm preaching about. I'm preaching about. Is he copying his dad or what? Dude, he goes into, it's just like. He's preaching about the one God. Is he in a black church? Like a it's just church. a church. There's black people there. The no, they just showed they showed the section of the audience. There's only black people. There's white people there. Is what I do for the one more Mississippi or that Jackson is. He's doing he's doing pump fakes with his hand. He's got a handkerchief. He wipes his brow with. People love this shit. Speaking tongues. Worship of God. His dad is like leaning over. He's so coached him. That man speaking in tongues. He wants the money what you give him. (laughs) Red hot revival. Red hot revival. He steps back from the pulpit. Oh, that's a word. He rides up to the cost of Bernadette's Mississippi. He's banging his hand on the Bible. Bernadette, Mississippi. His dad is so pumped. His name is Jesus. There's only one God. And then he's going to praise out his tears and just worship God. And then he's going to worship God. That's the Lord is going to do it. That means this God is going to do it. You know, it's Jesus. an incredible performance. And then God is going to do it. And then Jesus. Oh. He's jumping up and down. I love to preach something. I love fucking rules, dude. So everybody did anoint him. And I believe he felt inspiration. Shut His up. dad. Okay, so everyone's cheering it on. Kyle thinks it's hilarious. Everyone it's universally awesome, thinks dude. it's hilarious. I, I mean, it's dude. That kid is just—he's playing. Okay, it? Of course. So that's yeah. kind of my point: is that mm-hmm. it's mimicry. Th- yeah. There's people in that church that think that God is speaking through that kid. I mean, no, 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 no one said that. No. Yes, it is. I guess is. That's what people think, Kyle. I'm telling you people think that. I know it's hard for you to believe because you didn't grow up in there. Also, did you notice the behavior of the entire congregation? Hooting, hollering, cheering. Yeah. Okay. Um, that kid is getting praised for behaving like that. Yeah. And he's gonna be beha- he's gonna become a character of yeah. that guy because that's well, all the children pos- do. But well, he, he'll all grow the pos- up. Maybe, but I think it's fucked up. Dude, the same thing happened to you with your dumbass dance. Yeah. Exactly that. That's what I'm talking about. Everyone in his life is praising that behavior. 
mm-hmm. he's going to behave like that. Like the kids obviously have- until he come, becomes a teenager and like every teenager revolts against everything their parents told maybe, them to maybe. do. Dude, some people go into it, but also I'm just saying it's fucked up to have that kid like that coach. It's it would be interesting if it was a soliloquy for Shakespeare if he just did. Why? One. It's because no, it's a lifestyle, Kyle. That's the thing that I think is fucked up. I don't up. think it's any different. No, no, no. That's their whole world. It's it is way different. That's that's what I'm trying to tell you. I don't. I maybe that maybe this will happen, but I don't think people are going to start treating a kid like a conduit. I think that they are. I, I think that they think already so. are. I think, and that's obviously. I he's think been people coached. at least subconsciously know, but yeah, his dad was yeah. leaning in like yeah. a pageant dad, mimicking the. He's got, he's got all this. Yeah, and he right? was saying the. He was saying like the, he was like mumbling the words to himself. Isn't that insane though? But the, like yeah, they the, worked that on that. Parent in the room. is insane, right? Does every pageant kid, does every fucking spelling bee kid become fucked up? You know, with those. I think a lot of them with those helicopter parents putting all that pressure on them at that young age. I guess my main I think point sports does that too. I had two main points. One point is that obviously that's learned like it's mimicked. It's not God doing it. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, that's fairly obvious, but there's people in church that that's not obvious too. And the second point is that's fucked up to take a kid and put him in that world for like that intensely where all of the, reinforcement in his I mean, life is if you're gonna be in that world might as well make your kid a fucking superstar dude oh i remember dude i had to preach at church and lead shit from the bible and stuff and it, everyone told me how fucking smart i was and how good of a preacher i was you're mm-hmm. gonna be just like your dad it's fucking crazy dude you think that fucked you up a little bit well it it does when you find out this is all bullshit when it's like none of this actually is true, and then you then you're like, do adults know anything? They all actually believe. It. Well, you guys- they they don't. You'll find that out. Very few adults know a lot, and most know nothing. That's the thing. But my parents, at least, profess to believe it. They're still doing it, right? And all the other pastors I talk to, they all believe it. And I'm kind of like, how? How did you guys come to these conclusions? Because they're convenient for their lives. Well, yeah, they want to, right? Yeah, because they're convenient. Most of the time, they're traumatized, and it's a pretty good... Dude, the idea of being... I think that kid, when at 15, is going to laugh at him at six and you think it's... I hope he becomes like an actor or something, because the kid's incredible. The kid is incredible. That was fucking awesome. Yeah. It was pretty awesome. No, it was... You know what's funny about this? As a performance, it was amazing. You know what's funny about this? What? They've They've had to... Maybe the kid watched a lot of preaching on TV, like because kids need mimicry from somewhere. Yeah. So maybe they have that on the house. Those like uh, just which probably does, those uh, those big cult church giant yeah, church holy, preach- Go- holy ghost mega yeah. churches. So maybe that's on TV all the time, and he grew up watching it, and he's mimicking that, and then they express that, help them express that a little bit, or maybe. His dad's sitting with him in a room going, no, say it like this. I think, <laughs> Which, if that's the case, is so much funnier. I think that option B is happening. Well, it's definitely some of option B. Yeah. I think it'd be a lot easier for... You know, there's some comics who grew up watching, like Mark Norman. He grew up watching the old-timey comics and like Johnny Carson hey, shit. Hey. So now he talks like that. <laughs> Comedy. Yeah. I think it, it's probably a lot of that. Just that constant stimulation from those uh, screaming pe- preachers. And- I get, my problem is with it is the like intense celebration. Well, your of, problem like, with it is the entire religion. 
But yeah. isolate, take that out. Okay. The fact that you disagree with an entire religion, everyone knows that already. So anything within the religion is bad to you because of that. Celebrating wrong ideas. Yes, yes. Wrong to you. They don't objectively ag- fucking wrong. Dude, if this is Objective true. Objective reality is tough, is a tough thing is to true, argue against. If I honestly. have to go to hell forever, you I'll might. be fucking choked. You might. I can't imagine that. If that's fucking, imagine this is what actually is. Is God's like, no, isn't that insane? And you actually do have to go to hell forever. And I'm not helping you. Yeah, that would be pretty bad. That would suck. He's like, you of all people should have known better. Your mom, I've been telling your mom for years. <laughs> I can't. And I haven't been baptized, so I'm good. I, uh, you I just get to die. No, you wouldn't be good. You know, and die, you've dude. denied I it. I don't know. I've okay, well. There's a guy named Jesus. He died mm-hmm. on the cross for your sins. Do yeah. you accept him? I don't comprehend anything you just said. Too bad. I you am, now know. I don't. I don't comprehend a word you said. And also, if you don't know, I think you still go to hell anyways. That doesn't seem fair. It doesn't seem fair, but there's people that believe that. If you don't know, you go to hell anyways. That's a version of Christianity. The ref- that's a bizarre concept. Yeah. Not knowing the rules. Breaking the rules in a game that's you don't know the rules think, to? That's why they think mission being a missionary is so important. Because oh. they're like, fuck, there's people. All the people that we haven't contacted yet are They're fucked. going to hell. Yeah. God damn. Imagine, dude, that's why some of those missionaries are like take their jobs so seriously. Because they literally think it's for people's eternal souls. I mean, then that's kind of nice. No, it is nice. Those are, I think missionaries are almost always good people with bad just hucking Bibles at Africans. That's how I picture missionaries. Or putting kids in residential schools and like t- trying to cure the Indian out of them because Do you know it's what's good so- for their souls. That is a horrible thing. It's terrible. But they were doing it in, out of in love. their mind. Out, out of, of love. love. Yeah. And they would. Is like, that a fucked up concept? It it is totally fucked up. But I understand it. It is I really up fucked up because they're like these backward savages have no chance. Mm-hmm. We'll put them with the normal whites. We'll take them away from their parents, which is very fucked up and incredibly racist. Give them new names, mm-hmm. not let them talk in their old language. All that stuff. What happened to a lot of those kids besides the ones that died? Alcoholism. I mean, most of them didn't turn out okay. I don't know. So when they got, you sent, have no identity. I don't, yeah, I know. I don't. Yeah, I was in the podcast about Woot, uh, Sitting Bull. I was. I just mean, to. did they end up on a reserve again, or did they end up in some? Did they take them out of a reserve and put them in a, the small a small town with everyone else, or what happened? They took them from because before they segregated them into a reserve. Specifically, right? I just listened to a podcast about this a couple weeks ago. So specifically, Sitting Bull's tribe, which is the uh, Lakota, uh, so that would be in like Kansas area. Yeah. So what they did, they they gave them reserves, and then did they the, do that everywhere. By the way, it was similar everywhere, but not the same. So I don't want to speak. I don't really know what I'm talking. I really don't know what I'm talking about. Okay, but in this podcast, mm-hmm. they took, uh, they gave them reserve lands, and then those got smaller and smaller. Mm-hmm. That I and know. then at the same time, it's they the land that became valuable were like actually can't have in that. order to get any provisions or food which they couldn't grow food because they had the shittiest land. So in order to get food, you had to put your kids in school. So they would take them away for, I think, a year at a time. And like you'd get to see your kids a couple times a year at most. And so it was a forced boarding school. Yeah, it's genocide. That's ge- When you take kids away, and then they would be returned at a certain age, or they become adults and they're allowed to do what they want. But most of them grew up totally fucked up. Mm-hmm. And I was in, in, in that podcast... 
uh, one of the diaries or letters of the one of the Indians said that he felt neither Indian nor white. He was not treated by by either side, and he hate like when he watched movies about cowboys and Indians, he rooted for the cowboys because he hated because they made him hate his Indian past so much. That's fucking crazy. Isn't that terrible? Yeah. That's fucking wild. It's crazy growing up. I never heard anything about that shit. Yeah, it is crazy. That went on in Canada, I think, until like the 70s or 80s. Yeah. Like, in a much lower capacity at that point. The much, last much, school got shut yeah. down in like the 80s, I think. But that's fucking... Didn't the Queen come and steal a bunch of them? I don't know anything that is, about that. That is the thing. I mean, probably. So the thing oh, is... Oh, a novelty. Look, yeah. some Indians. You know, they came here and took like four kids or something. Just to like sit around Buckingham Palace? No one knows. They're not around. No one knows what happened to the kids at all. That's fucking crazy. By the way, just because we're on the subject, um, I don't know how to approach this without fucking sound. Okay, so everyone talks about all those 400 kids or whatever, the Every Child Matters that found the bodies under the schools, right? Mm-hmm. You know what we're talking about? And if you don't know what we're talking about, in Canada, a couple years ago, they found uh, unmarked graves by some of these schools, and yep. there's a bunch of bodies hundreds of them i don't know the final count but it's everyone they got everybody's emotions all flared up and there Mm -hmm. was a movement every child matters and stuff still still going on the only point i wanted to make is not the it's very unlikely even though it happened several times Mm -hmm. that these schools killed these kids on purpose you're not allowed to say that the kids just you're not allowed to say that no 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 no, you're not allowed to say that like they, they were no, like, they were murdered by nuns. <laughs> see, that's that didn't happen. Yeah, but you're not allowed to say that, which is crazy mm-hmm. because we're everyone's acting like <clears throat> they just took these kids out back behind the school and shot them. Yeah, no, and then yes, buried them in unmarked graves. That is what they. That is what most people think. They were mistreated, probably underfed, and like blah blah blah. Not cared it pro- for. It probably yeah. directly could have led to their death. Yes, in most cases, I'll even say, but. It's not like... Well, there's also disease that wiped out yeah, a lot of people during tuber- those times. Yeah, tuberculosis. And everything. It's, but it's not like and, the and Einsatz grouping <clears throat> with like a giant mass grave and they shot them all and put them in a pit and buried They were definitely treating them like shit. They took them away from For their sure. homes to reform and brainwash them. For sure. Yeah. I'm not... I just and, want to and, say and, it wasn't intentional fucking killing. That's a, that's a problem. <laughs> this is a dumb conversation to have on a podcast about the Bible, but... <laughs> It's a problem we have in society is where we take one bad thing that happened and we go to the nth degree, worst possible scenario. Yeah. And then if you say maybe it wasn't that bad, yeah. even though it was still horrible, no one, but if you just go, that doesn't even really make sense why that would happen. Yeah. Is there any evidence that that happened? And they go, how dare you deny the fucking whatever? You're like, I'm not denying. I'm saying what you're saying is weird. Yeah. I understand. No one's denying they died. No one's denying they got mistreated, but- what would their motivation be to bring them there to then fucking like, kill all yeah, them? Just kill They'd them. just kill them all in the first place. I mean, the only answer to that question would be to get them away from their parents and then kill them. But yeah, it, it doesn't make a lot but of sense. But if you're literally, I mean, I'm not to be a fucking dickhead, but yeah. if you're trying to genocide, you put already put them in an area yeah. altogether. I mean, it wouldn't be that difficult <laughs> at that point to kill everyone on a, you circle. You put them on a tiny piece of land, everyone. Yeah, starve them. If whatever. you really wanted to, you could do whatever you wanted. Yikes. 
Well, that was a weird way to end the fucking <laughs> podcast. That wasn't fun for me. <laughs> yeah. Also, I the feel ho- like my also, white guilt is totally also, washed away. Also, the ho- honestly, just talking about it made me feel like I've done my part. Also, the Holocaust didn't happen. I don't know if you knew that, but they think it was six million Jews. It wasn't. They can't. You know how many like you know how many bodies and you couldn't even kill that many bodies in gas chambers, dude. I don't know if you knew that. Most of them were not killed in gas chambers. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Dude. I've been to the chambers. That's what I'm saying. Uh, I'm saying there's no way they could have done that. I'm talking 50, 60,000 tops. Dude. Tops. I, I take the exact opposite <laughs> stance. I think that the Holocaust was actually 50 million Jews. And if you think it's less than 50 million, you're a fucking bigot. I'm a Holocaust accelerator. <laughs> I agree. I take your stance. I don't want to be on the it, wrong side of history. Six million? No way. It was 50. I don't want to be on the wrong side of history. I it agree with you. It was 50. And if you say a less than 50, you're a fucking bigot. I just said the same thing three times. That means the podcast should be over. All right, dogs. We'll have more fun on the Patreon. We'll talk about some fun stuff. <laughs> See you next week.